Don't look under the internet. I mean, I'm sure you can. Okay, well, I love you, buddy. I hope your internet's better. Oh, moot. Okay, he he muted us because Mike wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, verbat- verbatim. Oh, awesome. <laughs> anyway, don't welcome everyone to Don't Look Under the Internet, an internet horror comedy podcast. Oh remember, my God, you did it. You did it. Remember when you, you guys... You fucking did it. Well, I'm trying to be polite, and I'm trying to be respectable, because remember when you people respected me? Oh, Jason, that was a while ago. Jason Death, one of our patrons, commented on our first episode, Oh, you guys were so polite to Mike in the beginning. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm just so proud of you that you got our uh, our our genre down right for the first time. I did that on purpose, so I'd add a little bit of respect to my name. Are you telling me you on purpose don't do it correctly? Every Quite literally. Time? I have it pulled up here from the website that Matt made us at deludipod.com or deludy.com. Or it's just updated and it's uploaded. Go to deludy.com. It says what we are. It says we are an internet horror comedy podcast. Oh, I think he did that so you wouldn't forget. <laughs> he sure did. That's Thanks, Jason. Matt. Hello. That's Doug. What it is. I'm Mike, a.k.a. the disappointment of the bunch. <laughs> Moot is not here with us today. His internet's being kind of funny. But we have a super special guest with us today. And by super special, I mean super duper special. Would you guys... Put the duper on this? I would. I, would. Put the I would absolutely do that. Always put the duper. We have the creator of the Minerva Alliance with us. We have Quarks, a.k.a. Quarks and Wreck. Woo! Woo! Do the thing. There. Hello, hello. Yeah. Woo. What's up, my guy? How are you? I am doing well. How about you? I'm doing fantastic. You. The best part about you being here is now that you're, uh, you know, on the show, you can see the shit show as it unfolds, uh, rather than the <laughs> heavily edited version that we put out for everybody. <laughs> so, so that being said, now that we've introduced our guests, we did just blow over a thing that we always do. Yep. Which is housekeeping. No, I well, I, since I'm doing introductions, I want to do that. That's fair, and that's, that's yeah. I guess I just led you into it then. Yeah, you did. So, Duluti, housekeeping. We've never done this before. We have, <laughs> I have a little bit of housekeeping, aka, first and foremost, patrons. Did I shout out Charles Burns last time? Yes, because I said C. Montgomery Burns. Yep. Charles, I take back me talking about you now. You get your one a week, Charles. One a week. One a week. We have so many. No, could you imagine if we shouted out every Patreon every week? Just like that would just be the whole podcast. (laughs) Yep. Um, We also have Bryce Ewell Thomas, which uh, we found out, or Thompson, which is just Bruce from before. He uh, had issues with his other patron. Yeah, he told us specifically not to do this, and I'm going to do it anyway because not only did he come back with a vengeance, he bought us ten beers. What a nice boy, Bruce. You fucking rock, my guy. Thank you very much. And we also have this new one that came out today, literally two hours ago. We have Pandora from Box and the planet with the blue alien people. Is that the whole name? No, it's just Pandora from Box, but I added okay. the last bit. Um, 
Also, other housekeeping, like our website is just about up and running. It looks fan-fucking-tastic. Yep. So it's Diluti.com. Go over there. I'm not sure if DilutiPod.com takes you there as well. Try it. See what happens. I don't fucking know if you get <laughs> Scrooge McFuck. That's on I you. I hope that's the entire. I don't know what to fucking tell you. But Diluti.com. I, I, I have some uh, some knowledge about the website that Matt told me. If Go. you look hard enough, there might be a fax hole of mine <gasps> somewhere on the site. Oh, if you just man. if you keep if you keep buying merch, you <laughs> might just end up with a fax hole, a fax an hole. shirt. Um, so you never know, golden ticket style. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's is that the golden ticket? Yeah, it's, it's funny how we created an alliance with the Minerva. God, alliance. the bird scooters, Am man, right? they're just like, <laughs> sounds like he's working on them a little bit. It's it makes sense this time. So keep going. Sorry, we cut you off. No, it's okay. I also, the but la- you know what, really. <laughs> Just kidding, go ahead. The last thing I want to bring up is, I know I haven't done a TMZ thing in a long, long time. I think I'm going to actually have to put the kibosh on it permanently. Because a couple people that I've mentioned in TMZ, and also just reference in general a lot, they've been dying, and I'm not too happy with (laughs) that. So you're just going to squander your powers? Yes. You're just going to fucking sweep them under the rug? I don't want to be the human death note. Take off died, and I'm very upset by that. Um... So I have to stop before I fault. like. Would you say that you're devastated by this loss? I was. Do you think it'll have a big impact on the way you run the rest of your life? Are you Are you trying to do something right now? He's trying to make you feel like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Is it working? No. Oh, good. But yeah, so super bummy about that one. But it's okay. Uh, I'll get through it somehow. Um, at least it wasn't offset. Am I right? That's no, that's really bad to say. Um, <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, that's why we have those. So we're going to take a cheers to take off because that one actually does suck. I like Migos back in the day. They were one of my favorite artists. So Migos one of my favorite groups. They were bangers. Not just a group of Especially vampire when they take things. your brains yeah, right out of your body. Jars and- yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to segue into the last little thing, and then we're going to get to uh, basically interviewing the Minerva Alliance, uh, Quirks. Uh, Quirks, you're going to do this with us. Uh, you've heard this one before, all of you. And here we are again. It is, what are you drinking? What are you thinking? There's a bottle here and it's empty. Yeah. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to go on with it. That was gorgeous. You no, know what? You couldn't ask for anything less. You added to it the best way I think you probably could have. Or anyone yeah. could have. Uh, <laughs> Just already drunk yep. through the song. Um, I don't know about you, Quarks, but we are drinking... Uh, we have two different bottles of Evan Williams in front of us. A little bit of leftover Evan Williams white label and the single barrel. Uh, can you turn it around so I can see the label? Because I can't read. 1783, small batch. <laughs> there it is. So uh, what are you drinking, Quirks? So, uh, I wish I could say I'm drinking something as fancy as you guys are, but I just have a blue moon with me. <laughs> if it helps, Jason's drinking a Red's Hard Apple Cider and a Killian's. Yep. So, and yep, whiskey. Yep, yep. And, I mean, to be fair, I took a <laughs> shot and you know I'm just kind of salad barring it. Just <laughs> whatever looks good. Drinking from salad the buffet. <laughs> so yeah. uh, in tradition, yeah, normally I've been getting Ying Wing, but like I decided to treat myself uh, this past week and I got like a case of Blue Moon. Very nice. So. What a treat! Because <laughs> beer is pricey right now where I am, and like, <laughs> goddamn inflation. Am I right? <laughs> we're running out of yeast. It was expensive before, but it's especially expensive now. So how weird? Yeah. <laughs> how weird. Well, let's 
<laughs> no, I don't mean that. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to think like you blue fucking weird. No, I was just like blue moon expensive. I've never heard. I mean, I guess that makes sense in some areas, but like, yeah, that's new to me. I didn't think about that. You don't buy blue moon. That's true. I don't. I have a whole case of it in my fridge, though, though, from Lowy. Undergra- undefined graphics. Mike Lowy. Go buy his uh, stuff. Yeah. Hire him. <clears throat> um, anyway, so let's clink and drink. When you hear the clink, you drink. Let's cheers this one to Quarks and Wreck. Come on, her. <laughs> that too. <laughs> So wowie zowie, damn it! <laughs> um, yeah, so we have a couple questions that we want to ask uh, uh, Quirks here, um, and legally you have to answer every single one. Um, what's the color of my underwear? My lawyer is on standby. Oh, so it's, wow, it's it's some, somewhere in the uh, I guess the right, the optical spectrum of colors somewhere. Let me check <laughs> somewhere in there. Let me check. I I give you I'm giving no, you a range of colors. They're clear. They, they're <laughs> opaque. <laughs> I'm not wearing underwear. Um, God. Um, so let's see. Who wants to ask him a couple questions? Well, how first? about we let this fine individual introduce themselves to the world the way they would enjoy being introduced? I guess. All righty. So yeah. So uh, hello, everyone. My name is uh, Quarks and Rec. I am obviously, as you guys know, the creator of uh, the Minerva Alliance. But I am also a creator of a couple of other things as well, including. Uh, another similar series called tapes from the dark side. Whoa. And I also have two music projects um, that you guys might find interesting as well. So uh, Hell yeah. feel free to visit my channel and check them out if you're interested. Absolutely. And I would highly recommend that everybody do that because uh, I spent the majority of last night and intermittently throughout last week, kind of looking through some stuff and it's, it's interesting, and the tapes from the dark side definitely, definitely caught my attention. Yep. The music, um, I mean, it was, it's not like anything that, I mean, we've heard something kind of similar, the retro aesthetic style of music, but that's something we'll go into a little bit later. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good idea to kind of take it back to uh, the roots for us a little bit with uh, Minerva Alliance. Um, couple, couple questions I'm sure you've may have been asked before. I know you've mentioned before. You haven't really been asked too much about Minerva. Um, so this will be fun for everybody. We are... Oh, my God. We're TMZ in this situation. We got the scoop. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, we're all going to die, yep. Mike. You can't <laughs> do this. Oh, fuck. Um, anyway, so I got to ask. Minerva Alliance. Uh, when would you say... Because that came out... Oh, gosh. When was the first episode that came out? I mean, years ago. Um uh, we don't like tw- like July 2019, Gosh. I think. Yeah. When when did the idea come into your head from Nerve Alliance? So, so, so the idea actually came from. Uh, so there is another project that uh, you may another uh, person you may be familiar with called Aiden Chick. Um, he had a project called Analog Archives um, at the time, like earlier in the year. And I like the idea of like this person going around, like collecting like tapes from these places and trying to like put together like a mystery on I guess what's happening in that area. So I kind of latched on the, that kind of idea and wanted to do some more like experimental, like analog horror works. Like trying out like, ideas that like no one's really thought of at the time and kind of just having fun with um, that overall concept. So you kind of actually, so the way that like you just described that is actually really awesome because I think one of the things that really draws me into Minerva when I originally found it was the fact that you had the analog horror, which is probably my favorite type of, you know, creepy internet content that we cover. Uh, but also you had that like found footage 
feel to it without the the footage part almost if that makes sense like without the live action portion of it mm-hmm. if that makes sense right yeah um which reminded me heavily of like vhs yep and oh, oh, oh vhs is absolutely a big inspiration for me like the entire franchise really is hell ratma <laughs> yes hell ratma and back to the rat and mabel <laughs> so yeah i just hell mabel uh, as well yep yeah hell, hell mabel but yeah, no, I just thought it was really fun. Uh, the whole series is done really, really well. It's it's exactly what I want out of something like this. Um, and uh, man, we 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 are just so happy to have you here talking about Seriously, it. Seriously, yeah. we've been so excited about um, recording. I mean, we're usually very excited about recording nights, but especially so for this one. We're honestly very excited to have content creators that we, we cover, and then they decide that it's worth their time to come talk to us. It's fucking great. Oh yeah, yeah. I love sharing like my creative process and inspirations with uh, folks that are very interested in my work. So uh, I'm very thankful to have this opportunity to come by tonight and speak well, to you. Well, since you mentioned that, what is your creative process? Well, it kind of depends on what project we're talking about. But I guess for the for the ones that are of a particular interest, um, the Minerva and uh, Tapes from the Dark Side, it, it, I usually just start off with kind of this idea that kind of like I'm kind of intrigued by at the time. So you can kind of you can kind of tell like what kind of ideas in Minerva that I kind of like delving into, kind of like this like ranging everything from like cults basically to like multi dimensional temporal anomaly stuff, which I think is just kind of interesting to me so like you can kind of tell like what kind of my interests were like at various points in time like over the course of all my projects so i I think one of my favorite things about like how you're saying your interests uh i i think the idea of the like super weather and like the anomalous weather is like really really exciting to me personally because like i i I sit there and i just like watch the weather channel and like do (laughs) shit like that because like tornadoes and like shit like that are really cool but i I don't know when it it just all comes full circle with me in this Mm -hmm. this whole series so it's really interesting to hear like what you're doing yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I think for that particular, yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are referring to the unusual EAS sort. Yes. Yep. Is that correct? <laughs> right. That inter- interesting fact. That was actually not my personal like, idea. That was actually a collaborator of mine. I came okay. up with that idea. But, like he was really big into like like EAS scenario type things, and we wanted to do something because a lot of the other uh, EAS videos at the time were just like the full screen like alert things, but none with like the the kind of ticker that kind of crawls by on the top of the screen so we wanted to do something that kind of like matches more closely to what most people tend to experience with like severe weather um alerts and whatnot i'm glad you used arthur in it as well yes i was actually actually about to ask uh why arthur (laughs) well uh, again this goes back to my collaborators right he he always liked like kind of pbs like kind of like public broadcasting stuff so we wanted to i guess like tap into something that like feels like it could have been real in one timeline, um, like an like an adjacent like timeline that's like similar to ours, but also not. So yeah, um, to kind of like add some immersion factor to the video. So if you had to, if you had to pick one one of the videos in the Minerva Alliance series to put the Quarks and Rex stamp on, the one that like you are like most proud of, the one that you were like most heavily involved in, the one that you were kind of most motivated to make, which one would it be? Oh, 
Oh man, that's a, that's a pretty tough decision because there's a because I like a lot of them for like different reasons. But um, I think I'd say the one I'm probably the most proud of. Um, let's see, probably the probably what I managed to do with the Tommy Parsons tapes, to be honest, because like yeah. it's a, there's a lot of like personal history of that kind of idea with me. Yeah. Because I've I've actually I've actually gone backpacking on the Appalachian Trail like oh, myself. Wow. Very nice. That's actually oh, really cool. I, there's a lot of like inspiration I drew from my trips um, on the trail. I actually went with my dad. Actually, like kind of a it's kind of a, a tradition we kind of have. Um, I guess and then and then he got um, old and uh, couldn't couldn't hack the hack the trails quite like he used to. So um, we unfortunately had to stop uh, doing that. But like, there's a lot of uh, fun memories and uh, everything while backpacking. So I wanted to do something with a bit of that history. Well, it definitely came through, and it like those are probably some of our favorite, uh, yeah, the videos as well. The Tommy Parsons audio files are what kind of like, like I, those are the first ones that popped up when I looked up like the Minerva Alliance, and uh, those are the ones I picked to like deep dive into. Uh, so those are the first ones that I watched, uh, and yeah, it it drew me in. Like I love a good like a, a story that can like tell itself just straight up over audio with no visual, but you still get like the vision in your head. Fantastic. Mwah. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely an idea. Like it was very much an experimental idea. I had no idea like beforehand, like how it was going to be received by anyone, but like <laughs> I wanted to do like something different. That's something that no one's like attempted to do it. And I, pre- I wanted to, wanted the challenge, I guess, of like being forced to do just an audio thing with no accompanying like visual element. Yeah, okay, I, so I think uh, it turned out pretty well for what it is. So you I'm knocked it out of the park. That. Oh yeah, um, no, it worked very well. I have a question about the Tommy Parson tapes. Actually, um, I didn't re-listen to them all the way through, so I'm sorry if I butcher something again. I, I, I it's been a minute since That's I okay. l- listened to them, but at the end, I, I, I recall. Uh, Tommy finding like an office building that's just destroyed with like documents and everything. And some of those documents have callbacks to like other videos and stuff. Were you planning on moving that forward at all? Or was that kind of just a one-off shoot for that? Um, it was, yeah, it was supposed to like indicate like, like, so, 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 yeah, it, it was kind of like, like a laboratory, like building was basically kind of was supposed to be with, like some offices in it. Um, mm. yeah, it was supposed to kind of like, like, yeah, like, like I guess from from a story arc perspective, I, I kind of always wanted to be a little bit ambiguous as like what happens at the end with him. Like, did he survive? Did he not survive? Like, like hearing hearing people like kind of like debate back and forth, like what happened would be kind of interesting for me to see. Like, because you can you can make the case for either. Um, to be honest, like mm-hmm. he, like he could sorry he could just like drop the tape recorder and just ran. Did you pull um, potentially? Did you just pull a the thing on your audience <laughs> listeners of are they gonna live or not? Holy crap! So do do you have? Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but do you have like your own answer? But do you not want to like share it, or did you leave it um, in in, uh, in a inambiguous or whatever on purpose? Some of these I left intentionally ambiguous, even to myself, like because like because like I definitely wanted to like present it like as if like either option's possible, but like even I don't really know the answer because I never thought about the answer like and sometimes sometimes it's sometimes what you don't know is a lot more intriguing and sometimes it's what you do know i would um, i wanted to play with that idea so actually building off of mike's question uh i have a couple questions that might tie into this just a little bit um so the first one i wanted to ask because i was just curious so we i, I think you mentioned that minerva's like for lack of a better word over at the moment right 
Yeah, it, it, it's currently shelved. But yeah, like I don't currently have any plans of reviving it, but like I'm not totally against it in the future. Um, if okay. Disney comes up to you with a sack of cash, <laughs> Minerva's back on the table, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll see uh, what they. So that being Quest said, about uh, tying into uh, tapes from the dark side, are mm-hmm. we? Are we? Is this like a connected universe at all? Uh, no, tapes uh, from dark side is a completely separate kind of uh, continuity. Just mostly just because like I want to kind of pursue like a pure like anthology idea um, with tapes from the dark side. Um, and with Minerva, it's it's mostly an anthology, but there's still like connections here and there that like you can like oh uh, this company was with this and and this, but like I wanted everything like totally like separate with uh, okay. from the dark side. Okay, because yeah, that actually answers my other question. I was gonna ask: Are we gonna see any Little Sisters Entertainment in Tape from the Dark Side? So now, 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 interestingly enough, there are ideas um, like from like in Tape from the Dark Side that have been adapted a little bit from like. Minerva stuff that I was going to do, but then ended up repurposing it. Um, so, for example, the virtual fiend video with the Neotron like wizard console. Yeah, that was, that was really actually fun. that was actually going to be like a little sisters um, video oh. from Minerva at one point. Ooh, okay. um, it was called the Imagistation at the time. It wasn't the the wizard um, like it is in the Apes from the Dark Side, but yeah, it was a very similar concept. Um, all in all since we're on um tales from the dark tapes um i noticed that you know a lot of the uploads were you know from you know a year ago and then just recently that newer ones from a month ago so is this is, are you still continuing tales from the dark tapes is oh yeah like your main yes um yeah so so part of the reason i uh ended up uh scrapping i don't, don't want to say scrap but shelving uh minerva lines is because uh just i didn't have the time to Kind of fully work on it the way I wanted to. Um, so I wanted like a project that like like if I have like an idea for it, I can go like work on it. But like if I needed to take a break for like work or like something else, I could. Um, what? Uh... So, so it's kind of, it was kind of just like a way for me to continue doing like my work, but like do it like on more on my own like schedule when I'm able to, so to speak. What's the difference like work wise between making something like Minerva and uh, Tales from the Dark Tapes? Like what's what makes it to where one Ha, you know would be shelved because of time restraints and the others like oh i could pick it up whenever um well what's um, the so, 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 so the, the the ideal way i would have liked minerva to have worked was that like so so the, obviously you guys know there's obviously the video um aspect on the channel but there's also the twitter feed mm-hmm. yeah. um accompanying um so what i ultimately ideally wanted to do was just to have the twitter feed be like have constant amount of like activity so it kind of functions kind of like a like a Police blogger, I guess you can say. Okay. So you might see in like some of the old newspapers. It basically kind of just have something like that. So you have like like a minor thing here and there. It's kind of like a kind of like a like an alert system, I guess, kind of thing. If you want to think about it that way, um, from the organization. But coming up with like interesting like interesting ideas, like constantly while I'm having some having to focus on some like other like real life stuff, kind of just got to be a little bit much. It happens. Fell apart after. We totally get that. Well, well, we we have had that happen to us. Um, I have one last question, and then I could pass it to you, Doug. Um, so my last question, um, going back to Minerva a little bit. Um, when we were first looking it up, Jason and I specifically, Doug probably did as well. Um, got like heavy like SCP 
uh, foundation, so. like oh, yes. vibes. Was that like, were you going for that or was that kind of an unintentional thing that just kind of uh, came uh, about? Oh yeah, it, 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 Minerva definitely wears a SCP influence on its sleeve pretty pretty uh, visibly. So um, it's definitely a uh, big uh, inspiration for I feel like it's hard to project. do. Uh, to do like analog horror in in most capacities without kind of looking at SCP as kind of a some sort of inspiration because it seems like most analog horrors follow a a theme that there's some kind of entity here that doesn't either doesn't make sense or is just not normal and they all kind of remind me of <laughs> some kind of item numbered SCP. It, it's funny that you mentioned that, Jason. Actually, I was just thinking about this the other day because I just finished watching all of um, uh, Guillermo del Toro's yeah, Cabinet of Curiosities, and like two of the stories in that are heavily H.P. Lovecraft. Like they're straight up one stories. Yeah, <coughs> get it me. together, Doug. We're professionals. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I breathed wrong, um, but because of that almost all of the stories in that are heavily driven like that. And I can't unsee it like everywhere else now. Yeah, exactly. And I think that might be what's happening here, which because you can see it in SCP, you can see it in the analog horrors that we cover. Like, and I, I love it because maybe yours like uh quirks isn't directly, you know, Lovecraftian in nature, but it, it, it almost is without even like meaning to, you know, uh, which is a really interesting kind of thought process here, which actually leads me to my next question for you. Um, wh- how did you find analog horror? Like what made you realize, Hey, I want to make analog horror. So I first discovered, um, local 58. That was the first, um, series that I discovered in like the fall of 2017. So this was actually back when it was like, the whole genre was basically obscure at the, at this time. Right. Um, so, so I remember just looking up, trying to find like found footage horror trailers, just because I was kind of really, really big into found footage at the time. And I discovered Local Fifty Eight in my like my recommended, and I'm like, oh, what's this? This looks kind of interesting. I have watched like all the videos they had at the time, and like being like really amazed and impressed by it. So I figured, oh, oh, this is kind of cool. I didn't want to like necessarily create it at the time. That wouldn't happen until like two years later when Analog Archives. Um, came out, but like yeah, that, uh, Vocal Fifty Eight certainly got the ball rolling. Um, to eventually like need me to start making my own material. Okay, okay, nice. I could see that. There, I feel like a lot of things spark from Local Fifty Eight for sure. Yeah, yeah they, um, they have been a huge inspiration for a lot of people. I think uh, uh, Aiden from the Sunvanch was mentioning how Local Fifty Eight was a big part of his yep. childhood too. Did you uh, watch the new episode last night? Of yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that, that was a interesting experience. Certainly. Yeah, for um, for those of you that don't know, not only did Local Fifty Eight upload again, Gemini uploaded recently, and yep. so did fucking Turkey Lennon the third. Yep. So we have some major hitters that just decided we're back, baby. It's yeah. a good time to be in the biz. Yeah, yeah very much. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, three goons like us just talking about it. How can you say no? <laughs> Yeah, there's an, actually another uh, kind of uh, up and up and coming series that updated the uh, last last week last night as well. Midwest Angelica. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but Mm-mm. actually, no. what was it called? Again? That, yeah, uh, Midwest Angelica. Um, it, it's it kind of has like a Gemini s kind of like vibe, but it has but it's more in the vein of like these '80s '90s sci-fi <gasps> films. Ooh, that sounds wonderful to me. Oh yeah, it's definitely worth a worth a look. 
I think so. Um, I, I have another random little question here. Um, in your episode, episode, your video, um, about the, uh, the like cult and they make that, uh, what was the drink called? Oh, oh man. The elixir of sisterhood. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The el- with the elixir of life. Yeah. Uh, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you make us oh. do that? <laughs> so, yeah. So, so you, you said before that you had a lot of influences from like cults and things like that. Um, like how did you see that like combining into Minerva? Because like Minerva for, for I would say a majority of it is like supernatural things. The cults themselves, yeah, uh, supernatural things happen to them. But was that like the case like from the get go? Was that your idea or did you want to introduce just like this cult mentality to it from, uh, and, and then maybe introduce spooky stuff later? No, the, the, everything I came up with for this project, everything I came up with for this project basically had a supernatural element, like I intended from the basically the outset. Um, so this is so, so yeah, the whole thing I guess with the the Talomicron Z uh, group. Mm-hmm. I always intended them. To, so so I always basically intended this group to be a basically a modern day witch coven, essentially, is nice. what it is. Very nice. So, yeah. so, so the elixir of sisterhood kind of like it's kind of like a modern approach to like like this like fountain of youth idea, like where you could basically be eternally like yeah. young and whatnot. But like it's in a more modern package, I guess you could call it. Yeah. I so I I supremely enjoyed uh, that little segment. I also wish I could say I hated the the uh, trials and tribulations that Mike put us through that night uh, <laughs> for drinking that drink. But I mean, it was a lot of fun. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty fucking bad, yeah, yeah. man. You keep saying that. And I it remember. was a recipe. It was a recipe. I actually, I actually did like my research like, on it, and apparently, like the ingredients I put in there are basically like the right ratio of ingredients for like alcoholic fruit punch so <laughs> i um, put fruit punch in yeah. it i don't know we, what to tell you if it's we did bad. not use the ratios nor did we have the blood <laughs> yeah we didn't do the blood because these two were yeah. well and, I, the, I, and, and the, uh, the other ingredients if you if you actually had the other ingredient that was going to go to i would have several questions to ask you because it's actually really disturbing what it is <laughs> well now we have like, to know it actually i actually i actually hint actually hint at what the ingredient actually is in the description i didn't want to like outwardly say it oh because like it's actually really disgusting look it up <laughs> we're all just look we all just up. went to our phone it's in the computer it's, 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 it's in the description yeah. you said <laughs> take a look yeah we got we got to look at this now uh uh non pen pen, pen hellenic is that no that's not it i thought this was phallic for a second damn it <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's in the main dicks. it's in the main part you're at, you're gonna make me read on air. How dare you? You come into my house cyberly, Doug. Look it up. I can't read all that. I don't have the time right now. I gotta ask this man questions. Well, then keep look doing into that. it. Okay, uh, I'll, so I'll get it. With I, the Tommy Parsons uh, audio and everything, I'm assuming you recorded all that yourself. Yeah. Um, I was actually not the voice actor for that. That was, uh, I guess, another collaborator of ours. Um did the voiceover for tommy oh nice okay so how i don't know if you can you know recall how many people work with but yeah how, did you have like a lot of like collabs with how people big throughout? was the team yeah um I, I, I would say it was about like i guess at its maximum like eight people hmm. um like a, a lot of us kind of had different uh like specialities at the time like some people would be really good with audio mixing and uh 
Exactly. And other some people would be good with like doing research on certain subject matter so we can like portray it the most accurate way we can. Um, so there's a, kind of like a lot of like tasks um, that were kind of between um, all of us. So wow. we kind of like each contributed with kind of our own piece, like to help like make every video like as good as we can make it, given our current exp- our experience at the time. Well, that's kind of cool. Look at that! It's a team effort. We should we should learn something from them and try to get better at what we do. Doug's giving <laughs> me the I'm, like, nah. I'm stupid. I don't know. I don't, I, I read through it. I'm, I'm, I must be missing it. I'm gonna assume it's some sort of jism ingredient. I could be wrong, but that's okay. Very youthful skin could be. Yeah, it's uh more disgusting than that. Damn it! Honestly, stem <laughs> cells. Look at look at look at where they recruited what most of their members from. That's, oh, pre med and the... biology students. Oh no. Don't I don't I'm not looking at it, but like what is just, that? well, I'm just thinking of all the juices I fucking run into every day, and it's it, none of them are good. Where plasma? That's the best <laughs> of all of the 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 fucking juices. Where uh, where did the name Minerva Alliance come from anyway? An owl. All right. Okay. So 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 uh, yeah. Interesting. And the logo. So the, the name. <laughs> The name underwent actually uh, several different um, revisions, actually. Um, so it, originally it was called the Athena Association, where the Athena was like the like Roman uh, or Greek, rather, goddess of knowledge, like in yep. things like that. And, and like that's obviously what this organization wants to do is bestow knowledge of like anomalies to the general populace so they can better protect themselves against it. Um, but then we ended up changing it to basically the Roman equivalent. Um, because at the time Aiden had another thing um, with like a bunch of with Ch- Channel Seven, actually, um, mm-hmm. a lot of those are like Greek uh, nomenclatures. We wanted to do something like Roman to kind of like further, I guess, remove ourselves from like potential like connections with like inadvertent connections with that series. So um, it became the Minerva Alliance, um, Ooh. and well, with, with, the, with the with the alliance um, name basically chosen to make it sound like it's an underground group trying to do something instead of like a organization that's just uh just around i guess yeah it kind of makes it sound like they're like a rebellious like uh anarchists kind of group which is neat i like mm-hmm. that and the owl i'm assuming is just because owls are known to be wise and knowledgeable well, my nerve yeah. uh, uh so actually wait, that's actually a good question that goes into i don't know how deep you guys went into like I didn't. The nomenclature <laughs> of why it's called what but uh if you rearrange the letters of minerva you get Ooh, which is the sound an owl makes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's it. Um, but no, so like the the, the correlation between uh, like the Minerva Alliance and the owl, is that from like the from Greek mythology as well? Yeah. Okay. So basically the owl was like the symbol of uh, Minerva Athena. Right. So. Yep. Okay. Interesting. And that... that so, that makes a lot of sense. This is fun because I think you already confirmed it, but I always looked at the Minerva Alliance as like you don't know if they're good or bad. Um, but you you kind of just kind of told me right then and there that they're the people trying to uh, reveal all this like information to the public to get education out there. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. While while was uh, we're back. So uh, for the rest of this interview, everybody, we had to switch up the audio. It's went through from Discord, but Discord is glitching out. We're going through a phone call now. Um, Corks, can you hear us? Okay. 
Yes, I can. Fantastic. Um, so for people that may not have heard, um, I asked before if you had any like scrapped ideas from Minerva or any like ha- projects that got like halfway finished or anything. Um, you mentioned there were some. Can you go in on some details on those? Uh, sure. Um, so yeah, so I'll just kind of talk about a cost here. Then since I've got like a lot here, and I know we don't have like all night to talk about all of them, but um, I guess it's some of the ones that I kind of particularly would. I wish I would have done more with was uh, one was called uh, recovered footage fractals to infinity and beyond. Um, so this would have been essentially kind of like a Nova uh, style, like PBS kind of documentary thing. Um, kind of like I was talking about like, I have like fractals kind of like what their nature is, like what they are, what their nature is, kind of where, where you can find them in nature and like kind of showing examples of like, like from a fractal pattern generator that we would have used. Um, and then, one of those patterns would basically have been like having some anomalous property that would have induced like some kind of like, like maybe like seizure, like phantom pain, like type stuff in viewers. Um, that was kind of overall, um, idea of that one. And it would have actually introduced a new group. Um, so like the whole mythos called the Escher Society for Extra Fine Arts. So it's basically the, uh, Minerva equivalent of the Are We Cool Yet group from SCP. Have, oh, have you? So real quick, I don't know. Everything it just keeps playing back to these other random things that I've seen in my past. Did you ever watch a show called Warehouse Thirteen? Hell yeah! Uh, I, I, I've seen parts of it actually. Um, my my mom was a really big fan of it. I, I was kind of just in and out of the room a lot, though. But I I feel in fact, like you can kind of say the entire Minerva is kind of Warehouse Thirteen inspired a little bit as well. I would say. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, it just, so I feel like you would probably really like Warehouse 13 now, uh, if you ever went back and watched it, because they do, like, a thing where they basically capture artifacts made from, like, famous people back in the day, and they, like, have an Escher vault and, like, all this crazy stuff. It's it's pretty good. When you said that, it just totally, like, procked a memory in my brain that I had way back in the day, Um, but, uh, yeah, no, that's, that, that's, Sounds awesome yeah. as far as that goes. Oh, yeah. 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 So, uh, so, so I guess another idea um, I guess I had was uh, recovered footage Omnilux Mega Market commercial. So, this actually connects to like one of the tweets that's on the uh, Twitter account. Um, but basically, there was like, like a couple, like two or three tweets that kind of talked about um, like this weird grocery store that keeps like appearing and abandoned, like, kind of like. Like areas where like places like Walmart would have been like 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 it, it stays there it stays there for a day and then disappears for like however amount of time. So this episode was actually focused on like advertising like what the store actually like has in it. It's basically like the SC the hand dimensional vending machine SCP. Kind oh my god! I fucking love the vending machine. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> So it would have like had items like like for sale. Like it would say like we have like um I think I have, there's a couple of items like I think I remember off the top of my head. Like some of them was like like fruits and vegetables that are like hybrids of like other like vegetables and stuff. So like you have had like pictures of like really weird looking like fruits, like a cucumber, and then like, but, like just things like things of that nature, right? Um. But eventually, it was basically become kind of like just like completely unrecognizable, like things as like food. And interesting enough, the uh, the language, like the, like the 
how the eyes of prison would change as well. Like, like you're basically going further and further away from what we would know is like our reality, basically. But like that, that the language shown like on the screen is is still technically like considered English, but like in like a reality, like several like degrees of separation over. So it was in like really weird experimental territory. That one. So, uh, you don't have to answer the first part, but uh, where where you live? Do you live near a meow wolf exhibit? Because this sounds so I, similar. I do not actually. Yeah, I, yeah. I was about to say like Omega Mar basically did this idea. Yep, yep. yep. It's so very, very amazing. If you ever get a chance, go. And it, was, visit it was really, it was really trippy to like see like Omega Mar. Like, hey, this is basically one of our old Minerva ideas, <laughs> kind of brought to life. <laughs> That's amazing. That was really cool. Um, I uh, I yes. don't do that. Don't do that. I have one more question that is going to be like broken into two parts, and then I'm going to let you guys take over. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. fine. No. So okay. you know what? What if we? Yeah. What if we say no, Mike? Too bad. So you have the Ministry of Anomalies. You have the Department of Anomalies. The Department of Anomalies Australia and the uh, Unexplainable Affairs Canada. First and foremost, did you come up with the like logo designs and everything for this? Because I gotta say, they not only look like what I would imagine like a government facility would look like, uh, like if they got into like anomalies yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like the one is like a U.S. seal with yeah. like, that question mark cube thing. But I find it extremely hilarious, and I don't know if you did this on purpose. The other ones are super elegant and cool looking, and the Canada's is just their flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, so about that, yeah, I, I did come up with the, the United States Department of Anomalies one. Um, so, so because our collaborator team came from like was from like people from Britain, from Australia, from Canada, they actually went and just make made the designs of those themselves. Um, so that was that was kind of a kind of a cool thing. They kind of like like have like help everyone like contribute to this like one thing. Like they had in like their own countries like kind of like had their government logo designs and like came up with that's kind of like cool. the equivalent of the Department of Knowledge for their own country. So that was a really cool thing. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. So speaking of like collaborators, uh, who all did you collaborate on the Minerva Alliance with? Uh, anyone? So the, the, the one um, uh, ad council video that was actually like a collaboration between me and Remy Abode of Gemini. Oh, oh shit! Nice. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that was an idea we uh, worked together on um, in particular, um, and uh, a lot of the other guys are kind of just kind of just like. They don't really have series of their own, really. Like, but they they were very interested in like contributing to a, a production of um, an analog horror video. So, like, so like they were obviously welcome to kind of pitch in and help out. So, okay, okay. Um, I actually meant to ask this earlier, and uh, it's super random, realistically, because it's about your uh, your Pegasus video for Minerva. Okay. And because I just wanted to be refreshed on everything and I binged all of, you know, tapes from the dark side today, I also binged all of Minerva again uh, because I work from home and I can do that. <laughs> so <laughs> must be fucking nice. <laughs> so when I was sitting there, I uh, I had actually turned on closed captioning on my YouTube player last night because I was trying to see if I could, you know, 
tell what the fuck they were saying in the new local 58 video. Uh, well, apparently that translated over into every video, uh, I was watching from there on out and I rewatched the, the Pegasus video, right. And it was coming up with Russian closed captions. And then I translated (laughs) them into English was that intentional because the messages that come up from the Russian translated closed captioning on that video are the most wacky shit I've ever read. <laughs> no, that was definitely not intentional. <laughs> I did do um, captions um, for the Minerva stuff like I did with Tapes in the Dark Side. Um, so that was kind of wild that you got some really interesting stuff so, from that. So YouTube just... Very much not intentional. YouTube just sent you down like a an endless, pointless rabbit hole that has no <laughs> actual I, information I'm, in it. I'm glad I missed that, I guess, when we covered Minerva Yeah, Alliance. we would have spent like half an hour being like, well, what the fuck does this mean? And why is it in Russian? Why does it translate to this? This makes no fucking sense. It was ser- seriously like, if you, I don't know, if you just go back and watch that video and turn on closed captioning, it just auto filters to Russian. I don't know why. But it was really, really funny, and I was like, "This." Yeah, I, I know the, the, the new local fifty AB. I know some people said the captions auto translated to Hindi for some reason. Yep, I saw that as well. I saw that. <laughs> Sometimes the truest mysteries aren't even mysteries; they're happy accidents. <laughs> they're the mysteries you make along the yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason, do you have any questions for? Him? I do, um, and I wanted to wait until we were kind of. Are we done with the with Minerva? And I've gotten my Russian dump, subtitles. <laughs> I've I've gotten my dump hole filled. Your dump hole has been filled. Yeah, that was my last Minerva question. Okay, well, I do have um, I have one question that I've I've actually been dying to know the answer to. Uh, what is retro aesthetic music? Oh, this is the retro aesthetic. Um, that that was a term I came up with, like 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 for like my my channel. Like you see, like Sparks and Rec retro aesthetic artists. Um, I wanted to come up with a term that basically encapsulated everything I do in like one kind of like adjective, I guess you could say. Um, and retro aesthetic was kind of like you know, like it's kind of a common thing of all my works because it's by. Obviously, in my analog horror videos, it's a VHS. That was the '80s, '90s, like type thing, right? And then my my synth life, uh, like guys, 1985 is synth That's uh, in the style of like '80s film scores and synthesizer film scores and things like that. And then Ethereal Media, which is my signal wave, vapor wave, like a lot of that kind of taps into like '90s, like nostalgia, and that's kind of yeah. obviously well, that is in the retro like umbrella. So I wanted to have something that described all of that in like one word, essentially. Well, I mean, it, it definitely fits. So as I was kind of looking through some of the uh, like the tales from the dark side, uh, rewatching my Nerva, um, I mean, I had, I had noticed it before as we were getting ready to cover my Nerva, but I wholeheartedly ignored it because it was not a part of the Minerva Alliance. But it... Uh, it's 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 weirdly like soothing to me. Like <laughs> it's just got a very very cool yeah. nostalgic effect, and I just I wanted to say like it fucking hats off to you, man. Like you're you're creating some some fantastic sounds. Um, it reminds me a lot of the of the things that you'll hear in the backgrounds. A lot of the different um, projects that we will cover uh, on the podcast and everything. But this is the first time I've actually seen those sounds kind of like showcased on a channel. And I, I honestly, I wish there were more channels that did things like that. 
because I can think I can think of, you know, you know, five or six topics off the or, uh, uh, channels off the top of my head that have just songs or music or beats or something in the background that I wish that I like had access to. So I just was, is the, the retro aesthetic is that, was that kind of like the initial goal for you or was that more of just something that came along the way? That was something I came up with along the way because I basically just started off doing just like analog horror stuff. Um, there was no like uh, desire to like really do music. That was actually a, my desire to do music was actually inspired by uh for one project, it was inspired by like another like similar artist that was listed, and then another project was inspired by like my friend who also does like original music compositions. I wanted to like try my hand at some of that. Um, so I kind of kind of ended up just being like a collection of different things over time, like the things I wanted to like try out, and then actually had some pretty decent success with. So I just kept it up with them. Um, yeah, well, I mean, so that's kind of how I ended up now. I mean, props for me. I I enjoy the uh, the thoroughness, the just putting all of the media out there. I mean, for anyone who's looking into stuff like that, I'm guessing they appreciate that as well. So, I mean, I would definitely say uh, say good job there. Um, that was really the only the only. I really wanted clarification on that. Um, aside from that, and aside from like, uh, I don't want to give too much away about tales from the dark side, just because it seems like that's still kind of it's still in like coming to fruition you're still kind of working on it um are there any other projects either that you're working on now or in the future that people should be on the lookout for um so, so currently that's kind of all the uh kind of major projects i've got going on right now and for the foreseeable future i would like um eventually however to like kind of have like a like a sort of a video essay thing on my main channel where i kind of talk about like kind of like like things like am radio and like like actually like we just kind of like talk about from like like the history of it and kind of like some of the technical aspects of why certain things look the way they do i'm just kind of kind of like kind of like kind of like an educational kind of thing it kind of like helps people become familiar with technology of the past and stuff because because some of my some of the stuff i do like for my job is kind of related to some of that kind of stuff that's kind of an area of interest anyway so i figured that'd be a fun kind of way to like tie like some of my creative things is kind of things I do for, for work work. So. Oh, nice. Where do you work? What's the actual address of the physical <laughs> uh, facility? I think it means what you do outside of no. content creation. Nah, he doesn't got to answer that. So, so, uh, so I'm actually a, a grad student um, that's doing like uh, electromagnetic, like uh, well, it's called electromagnetics and remote sensing. So that's basically stuff like radar, antenna, like Shit. stuff. Okay. Interesting. So, That's interesting. So, a lot of it has ties to like analog, like technology and some aspects. So like, namely in like some of the signal processing stuff we do. So, so you kind of have kind a kind of interesting. Help. See, you kind of have like Sorry. a, a uh, kind of an insight into the, the, the fundamentals of analog horror. And that's, that it sounds like that's kind of what, uh, what brought you to that, which is, I mean, Duh, if I had a background in basically analog horror equipment, I think I might make an analog horror too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I also just kind of had a general interest in like retro technology in general before, even before. So it was kind of like, it was kind of, kind of like almost, almost felt like it was a meant to be kind of thing in some ways. Um, 
So yeah, so yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting combination of uh, things going on so for me. How many VHS players really do you own? <sighs> um, in my apartment right now, none. But I'm hoping to get get a hold of my uh, my parents' uh, VCR so I can like do like tape transfer stuff like in the future. So what, I think that's that's the most authentic you can get is doing a physical tape transfer and putting it back on your computer. Yeah, I mean, I'd. I'd agree there. What is what's the oldest piece of analog uh, equipment that you that you have in your possession? In in my possession right now, well, it's going to still be particularly uh, recent, unfortunately. But I I have a uh, I guess I'm, I'm I'm looking at like like an old like RC control like RC like car control thing in one of my storage baskets in here. Um, for some reason, I don't know why it's here, but. <laughs> Fair enough. So I guess that's, that's kind of the closest thing, I guess, because it's like it's not a digital thing. It's like it still has like the like sticks and things you move. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I like yeah. controlled the. Nice. It's more than what we have. Um, I have a final question. Yeah. No, I'm. I am all out of. I have a final, final question. Awesome. Um, okay. Um, well, I have a final, final, <laughs> final. <question>. <laughs> well, I. <laughs> um, where did the names? Where did the name Corks and Wreck come from? Right, so, so so I actually just kind of dates back to uh, 2017 as well. Um, so originally, what I wanted to do was like a combination of like a gaming and like math science education channel. Like, like, like how I, I would play games like how I can use like Portal and Portal Two, like how it's kind of like puzzle solving and things like that. Um, unfortunately, like with with grad school, I basically just started grad school around this time. Um, I didn't really have like really the, the time needed to really like do both at the same time obviously grad school is more important um so i, I, I like the name because it's a pun of uh, parks and rec which is a show i, I love yeah. and still yeah. love to this day actually. it is um so i like i like the pun so i decided to keep keep the name um for anyway as like just my general internet handle and that's kind of where it came from yeah that is probably one of the greatest tv shows ever created. oh absolutely Absolutely. Um, Doug, did you say you have a final final? I actually do have a, so since you decided so to elaborate you there, um, do, is this in any, uh, is your, so your YouTube handle, uh, Quarks and Rec, is that any relation to the Quarks and Recreation podcast? No, okay. that's no relation whatsoever. So in fact, I wasn't even aware of the podcast when I came up with the name, so. Well, I've always figured out it was, it was, it was super original, but I guess not. <laughs> but. So my final, final question, I suppose, I think maybe I'll proc some more questions from this, but, uh, when can, uh, when can we expect maybe a new drop for, uh, tapes from the dark side? So I, so I actually just tweeted out, um, I think a day or two ago that I'm starting to uh, pre-plan on episode four. Um, I got a I got a really really cool idea for it. Um, I think I think it's going to be pretty socially uh, relevant in our society right now because um, big thing with case on the dark side um, for those that don't know is I try to present like kind of a commentary on something going on like in our society or like whatever. I like try like kind of like talk about it in like in a indirect but like impactful way. Um, so obviously no different with the fourth one coming up. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to working on it. Hey, hey. Well, we're looking forward to uh, to watching it and intaking that information and breaking apart every frame of every single 
second of the <laughs> okay, video. Well, Absolutely, yeah, we are. Just remember, you did this to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have any other questions? I am I am good for now, do, I think. Quarks, do you have any questions for us? Yeah, let's turn the tables real quick. Hmm, let's see. Um, if not, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, don't have, I guess I don't have like a whole lot, but um, I guess. I guess I, I guess. What's your what, what was the favorite favorite topic that you've covered on your entire podcast so far? Um, that's not analog horror because I'm interested in uh, branching out from those particular kind of uh, videos. Did you say that is not analog horror? Yeah, yeah, it, it, not analog horror. But like the favorite, your favorite non-analog horror thing you covered on your podcast. Well, okay, so what was your favorite? Mine. Um, so I'm, I'm a huge, huge fan of like alternate reality world building, like huge fan. I love SCP. I'm not going to say it's SCP, but I think my favorite that we've covered is a mystery flesh pit. And I know Doug was shaking his head because I thought he thought I was going to say Deptford County. I was about to be very upset. (laughs) That's a a very close second, but mystery flesh pit is probably my favorite topic that we've covered so far. What about you, Douglas? Yeah, what's your Okay. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with uh, a mystery flesh, but actually I've read a little bit on that. Um, there's definitely very authentic looking like pieces of media they come up with for that. So I'm really, obviously really digging that. Um, well, just, I mean, the, the, like the lore and like the work that went into the detail about like the background of the whole thing and like the different, uh, like the, even every structure inside the mystery flesh pit has like this whole backstory to it. And it's just, it's, it's just so well done. And it's so convincing that there have been articles written on the internet saying basically like it starts off by saying, is the mystery flesh pit mystery flesh pit like real? Because a lot of people thought that it was because there are so many pieces of media about it. You can see like, uh, park maps. You can get visitor uh, center information. You can. There was a number you could call that would give you information about it. It was fucking crazy. So, yeah. Also, it came from Tumblr, which is fucking wild. That's wild. Like, to me. yeah. Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr back in the day was a lawless land, it's and I'm glad porn. that it came from there. Um, my favorite thing we actually haven't covered yet, but. The topic that we have covered that I think is my favorite is actually a tie between two. Um, one that I've known for a while and one that I we just covered not too long ago. Uh, but actually one of our first episodes was uh, Kepther E. And that was probably one of the first like ARG YouTube experiences that I had ever come across before I really knew what this shit was uh before i even knew analog horror i guess um but recently we just covered 2h32 i knew it i fucking knew it god damn it that was fun uh it was so so good uh but yeah those are probably my two that i really enjoy and mike's gonna say deptford county so let's just blow past (laughs) that not even listen to him. I sure as shit am. Mostly, <laughs> that was so much fun. Mo- I know you didn't like it, but I would say Defford only because the ways that you went about finding the information were so different from, I think, anything we've come across It yet. really was. It went from like a Tumblr post to an actual website that looked like a library. Yep. And then from there, you find these like 
hidden hidden logs from some guy from the future, but not. But also the past. Yeah, yeah. it's it's so fascinating, and I have to look back into this see if they added to it because Defer County highly recommend that top tier when it comes to just and it it also spawned that one YouTube channel about, oh, about yeah. the weasel. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> I fucking it's, forgot it's, about that. It's just so out there, and and like nothing I think we've covered yet. Um, that or as much as I didn't like it, two H three two, only because again how it was just like this stage play. It was like uh, an opera. being presented yeah. in front of you, which I think is completely different again yeah. from how we've done things before the very art house well, it's like if feel. sean crahan from slipknot made a fucking <laughs> unfiction analog horror yeah energy. i'm not yeah. too big into the super gory bloody things but as far as they go because it plays out like it's i'm like i'm watching a stage play it was yeah it was fucking awesome yeah it was very fun good and question you, actually can't forget about post content that's always gonna have a special place in my heart yeah sure. yeah but, Boy, did I not want to listen to post content <laughs> after we did post content, but but goddamn, is it done well? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, did you have anything else for us there, Quirks? Uh, what's uh, that was kind of the big question I had because I'm kind of interested in checking out some more uh, products for inspiration um, for my own my own work, um, and I'm always looking for like new material to dive into. So I appreciate uh, giving me your suggestions. Yeah, absolutely, I run, man. You know I, what's I, funny? I'm sorry to cut you off a little bit, no, but someone, uh, uh, Simple Simon in the chat just said that Defer County was made by uh, Jeffrey Colville, um, who made um, the Everyman Hybrid. He also follows oh us on Twitter, huh. which we still have to cover Everyman Hybrid. I don't we know do. how we haven't done that yet. We have so many things we have to do, so many things. We should be preparing for episode 100 is what we should be doing. Which I think we all know what that's going to be. We've, we've told people flat out at this point, um, but we know we need to like start. Slenderman. Nope. We're bringing nope. it back. Nope. We're going nope. back to 2010. We're going to cover Slenderman. That's nope. Mar- Marlboro Hornets. Hornets will come some other time. Um, <laughs> but yeah. before, who knows? Um, Jason Death, if you, uh, if you show enough thigh, maybe. <laughs> um, also, Cloverfield will be... We'll cover that ARG. Oh, yeah, we'll do the, the ARG for eventually for sure. Um, but that's off topic. Uh, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, last question. Uh, whose who's analog horror is the worst? Go. <laughs> Man. No, you don't have to do that. I've seen a lot of horror that's been like, used, like, like really, like, like they've there's one particular VHS that I just see like everywhere and it just takes me out of that. There's like a lot of them that kind of do that. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess like, I, I just kind of, I kind of wish like people would just like take your time with that make make something like kind of interesting instead of just trying to like make something that's very similar to another thing in an attempt to like get things fast. You know, I want to see like, yeah, some yeah, interesting it's, originality. It's like content creation for the sake of content creation. You definitely see the people like just they're they're trying to cash in on the analog, analog horror, horror like I, how it's yeah. picking up steam. I see it on the Reddit RBI a lot where someone will post one yeah. and I'm just like, "Oh, I'll watch this." And then I watch it and I'm like, "This is booty booty butt cheeks." <sighs> well, Quarks, uh do you do you have any other questions for us? Um no, I uh, did just uh just wanted to thank you guys for uh, having me on. Um yeah, in spite of the technical difficulties we suffered, um, I know this was very fun. I'm glad to, yeah, you know, glad, to, glad to be with you guys this evening. I would say thank you for coming on because Seriously. you have no fucking idea 
how it felt when I got that goddamn email from you like, hey, yeah, we can talk about Minerva Lines shit. The way I screamed like a little oh, girl yeah. Yeah. and oh, I yeah. ran up to my wife just like, <laughs> it was the Minerva Lines. What did you think with us? Oh my gosh. She's like, what the fuck is a Minerva? Okay, Mike, Mike and Corks, I'm sorry that you have to be here for, for this conversation between Mike and I, but okay, Mike. Does Lori react in just a very like she's, dumbfounded like what the reacts, fuck are you talking? She about, reacts Lori? like when a child presents their shitty drawing to their parents. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> oh best. yeah, good way to go, dear. That's exactly what Kelly does to me as well, and I know she's doing it, but I also know she means well. And like, I get it, but it still hurts. Yeah, it hurts a little. <laughs> she doesn't even listen to the show. It's fine. Doesn't put in any effort, but it's okay. I love you, dear. <laughs> We're having a child together and I love you and that child. Yeah. Um, little baby Mike. Uh, yeah. But, can't relate. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Quirks, we, we super appreciate it because our, our main goal from going about this was to actually, you know, shed some light on these creators who deserve more light and even talking to them and getting their voices out there even more. The fact that you came on with us is one of the most like appreciative things I can think of. Uh, and I, I am so thankful and, uh, I honestly, uh, st- starstruck would be one of the words yeah. I use. Like fanboying like, for y- sure. Yeah. Like it, I haven't, Whenever anyone reaches out to us, like we, I felt the same way when fucking uh, Aiden from the Sun Vanish reached mm-hmm, out to us, right. or when Turkey Lennon like uh, messaged us, and or when Alex Hall responded literally, to my email. <laughs> literally, when anyone that we cover, like even just like comments on our YouTube page, yep. like "Hey, good job," I fucking freak the fuck out. And the fact that you decided you wanted to come onto our show baffles me and i i thank you very much for it i, I yeah you are, are the best and and thanks for just hanging out in our You're discord welcome yeah actually yeah that's yeah a- yeah I'm, I'm glad to be here and talking to talking to y'all and everyone else yeah we, we actually just got invited to the analog horror discord which it looks like you run possibly or an admin well, in? i'm a, i'm a second in command admin there's, a, there's another person above me but um yeah, yeah, I help. I help make sure. Uh, yeah, kids so, behave. Well, we're there. here, and you can't do anything about yeah, it. Yes. So you're saying we have an in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, that, that's really all I got. Just a big old thank you. Um, I, we would love to do this again with you. So obviously, you know, whenever you 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 want to be back on, um, that'd be fucking fantastic. Yeah, sure. We, we would love um, to have you on. Yeah. I'll, uh, Maybe if uh maybe I will throw on down the road. Like, I guess like when I have like some more things to talk about, I'll uh, reach out. Yeah, we would love that. And do you want to real quick? It's the end of the episode. Do you just want to plug all your shit, your your music um, page, your uh, other pages, um, so, anything? Page uh, plug whatever you want. So, 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 so sure. Um, so, so, so my main YouTube channel is kind of like a hub for all my projects. Um, you can find um. Taste from the Dark Side, um, which is my current analog horror project um, on there. You can also find Zeitgeist 1985, which is my Synslave Outrun project. Um, now, um, I'm working on a, on a kind of a new song for it right now, but like it's taking a little bit. So um, uh, there's not a whole lot of it on right now, but like I do have some material you can check out on there um, in the time being. And I, there's also Ethereal Media, which is my Signal Wave Vaporwave. Um, project is good. Like, if you kind of like have to listen to music that kind of has a kind of VHS kind of AM radio kind of aesthetic going on with it, um, it's a good 
good music to relax to. Um, yeah, if, if that interests you, you can check that out as well. Um, and obviously, uh, you can rewatch all of my Minerva con- old Minerva content as well. Um, I've linked that in the uh, similar channels. Uh, you might like it um, down on below the page. Get this man his YouTube money. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll rewatch everything. We'll, <laughs> we'll have all the links to everything that he just said in our yeah. descriptions. You know, the funny thing is, we've said that every time, and not once have we put the links to anything in the description. Yeah, we have. <laughs> it's very rare. <laughs> no, we, no, we but, do it and, pretty much every episode. I, there's comments in the YouTube. What, it don't matter. Anyway, so <laughs> thank you very much, uh, Corks. Um, again, we're going to have you on again. It was super fun. I appreciate you. Um, and thank you for hanging out in the Discord. We'll be in touch. We always are. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you. you. Yeah, we'll we'll also Thank you. we'll keep your status uh, so you can listen to us record if you feel like it. Yep, so you you're, can... a, you're a top tier Deluti member now. All right, thank you. <laughs> um, to all of you out there listening, I want you to just go find you know, go find someone's dad, find Jason's dad, find Doug's dad. Please find my dad and go sh- <laughs> go shake their hand and be like, Deluti sent me, and then kiss him. Just hard on the lip. Um, and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Just walk away. Um, as always, everyone, uh, please, please, please stay the fuck paranoid. Because um, if you don't, we don't have a show anymore. So that's why you're here. Uh, Doug, do you have anything to say to the wonderful, beautiful, writhing people? Yeah, I mean... It's pretty typical, and at this point, I shouldn't have to say this to you people anymore, but if you're not taking your peen and slapping it against a bean, I don't, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> I, just, I just don't care anymore. If you're not doing it, go fuck yourself. But also, thanks for listening. Corex, do you have anything to say to the beautiful people? Well, I, I just want to say, again, once again, thank you for... I mean, I'm glad to be talking to everyone and you guys and everyone else in the Discord, and I'll, I'll be around. So, woo! Hell oh yeah. my god, we will definitely keep in touch, my friend. King King makes a valid point. King in our Discord just says, "How about I find your kid's dad, Mike, and kiss him?" I can just say the whole "kiss your dad" thing to you, me. You are your kid's kiss dad. me. I'm a dad. <laughs> Come kiss me. I, I You're dare not a you. dead yet. Well, Walk depends up on, me on, on which yes, political party you follow, but we're not going to no, go into that. I oh, am Jesus a dad. Christ. It's there. I'm a dad. <laughs> Quick, shut it down. Shut run up down. on me in the street. Make out with me. Bye, Bye, everybody. It's something to do. Don't look under the internet. <laughs>